Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen around the world, friends and family, will-wishers and ne'er-do-wells, this is Greg. This is Matt. And welcome back to the bottom tier. <laughs> Who's excited? <laughs> I'm excited. Are you excited, Matt? Yeah, that was the hype music as we're playing in the background, you know. Uh, we, we are pumped here because we're in the midst of... A, spooky season, which we're going to say every single episode, and spooky. spoiler season. It's spooky spoilers. Spooky spoilers. Here on the bottom tier, our Maybe brand new name. recurring segment. Maybe that's the name of the episode. That's, just, that's just way too good. Spooky spoilers. It, it's it's alliterative. It's it's appropriate for the season. Should we, like, should we like put in like old-timey, like... Like kind of organy music, and they're like, "Yes, yeah, totally." The if, first spoiler of today, it, we, we absolutely should. There, right, there's cool. no reason not to cool. at this point. I'll let you go ahead and start off. No, I'm just kidding. Oh boy, no, I'm just kidding. Well, welcome. Yeah, spoiler season's amongst us in flesh and blood. As as you can tell, we're a flesh. Well, you couldn't tell, but we're a flesh and blood podcast. I'm pretty we sure it's about. actually in the name on yeah. like most of this on like mo- like Spotify and Apple Podcasts sure, and whatnot. But I mean, who reads these days? That's a valid point. We're all too busy listening to podcasts. Exactly. You're listening, not reading. Bob Bottom tier may have been like, wow, I like bottoms, and now you're here. So right, so like we, we apologize first of all. That's if that's how you stumbled upon <laughs> us. Uh, but thrilled to have you here. <laughs> yes, sorry, that was weird. But uh, with that, let's jump right into that spoiler. Let's jump right on to some spoilers. <laughs> yeah, and totally ignore that awkward joke that just happened there a second ago. It wasn't that awkward. It it, it really wasn't that no, awkward. No, I, I, it comes I thought I, I thought I could pull one more one more laugh out no, of it but no, now no now you're just too it far it was dead yep well let's get it started uh we had one person drop was it the tall timmy started it all uh, yeah i'm he, pretty sure it was uh it was tall old timmy. tim and little tim <laughs> tall timmy uh started it all on twitter i it almost felt like, like surreal because i think it happened early and it was like unannounced for him to start spoiling things it it was wild i i i don't pay a lot of attention to when things are supposed to drop because i don't want to sit around all day being like when right. is it when is it when is it right but um the reaction was super like where the hell did this come from the entire time, um, which was super, you know, it, it, it was super cool to just kind of open a Reddit and be like, hey, there's a spoiler. like, And, and it looks like almost fake because it has, it looks nice. Like these spoilers oh, gorgeous. all have these, these, maj- these not majestic uh, marvels, marvel these, these, these relic of war marvel arts that they're doing with the black background and borders and everything. Oh, they're gorgeous. I might actually buy them just to display them. Ooh, I like that. That's I, how I feel about the dragons for sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So we started off with Tall Timmy uh giving us a was it a warrior weapon? The merciless battle axe. That sounds rad. Two handed warrior axe weapon. Super exciting. Uh power three, uh once per turn for three resources you get to attack. If the power is greater than twice its base power, it gains a brand new ability overpower yeah which is interesting it's kind of like a watered down dominate kind of like a watered down dominate for sure could only block with one action card that's awesome which is which is super cool no more burning a person you know your entire hand on blocking stuff which is both but it still seems like you could block with defense interesting and frustrating but but reactions and stuff are still fair play yeah so that so that's going to be an interesting sort of like balance i think between 
uh, loading in your D reacts and blocking with the attack actions or just the regular actions, mm-hmm. trying to figure out where the midpoint is and then kind of trying to keep that weapon from gaining that ability. And like people were still like, oh, maybe for the emperor, this weapon's definitely not for the emperor. God, no. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, because A, the emperor uses all red and three is pretty costly, but it is great for warriors with that sharpened steel and other stuff. You can easily get that overpower every single time. Uh, you even have that really cool one called out for blood where it has this axe on there with that one guy where it gives axes dominate plus two which is wild so cool that's great for warriors in general yeah that means so uh so new dory builds and maybe bolton maybe bolty boy bolty boy is still too expensive to maybe work on this yeah no it's it's honestly bolton really needs some unless like, we see something some else real come stuff out. but you know we're only like 10 12 ish cards into spoiler season the whole set is like what 150 right. or something so well with the trajectory though like we're seeing weapons galore and like armor galore so that's really really good i think we're just getting spoiled on what these are going to be and all of them aren't legendary either like these are like majestic some are rare yep like they just all have marvels which is really really cool i'm really stoked on that so it's it's cool that we're able to kind of get these weapons like a little bit more frequently than not absolutely and 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 it's nice to see that in a supplemental set they are actually releasing it seems like new weapons for everybody so yeah every class or it gets a little bit of a shake up whether it's a weapon or an equipment or like an offhand thing for a guardian um really really interesting could really shake up how these classes absolutely so that was the first spoiler i was really really stoked and i was like man i want to use these axes and maybe try to use it on on a bolton or dory and figure it out but it wasn't as hyped as i feel like that was just the beginning and it was proper to have that as the first because we're just like, whoa, new ability? Because now it's like every single card comes out I'm like, oh my gosh, these are pretty rad. So the next one that came out was two of them. It was a mechanologist card uh, and it's a mechanologist weapon uh, called Hanabi Blaster. Once per turn action, remove two steam counters from Hanabi Blaster attack. It has overpower as well. Just natively, yeah. Yep. Base power of five. The third time you play a card with boost each turn, put a steam counter on a Hannibal Blast. Which is no problem for a Mechanologist deck. Right. None whatsoever. This is fantastic. It's a passive loading for your weapon. Yes, which is amazing. The the biggest problem I've had with Mechanologist and Mechanologist weapons specifically is that you have to burn resources and you have to burn action in order to load it. Yeah. Like that. I get it mechanically and everything. It's a gun. I know how guns work, but it's still flipping annoying. This is this this fixes it. This is beautiful, right? And it's like every three turns, you're like, there you go. Like you, you're going to get attacked by this. Here's an extra five coming in. So that's nice. I really but like the that. attack. Doesn't even cost anything other than the counter. So you don't even have to like save anything back to pay for it. Once you have the counters on there, you can just play a card boost, play a card boost, play a card boost. Drop another counter on there, remove two of them, and follow up with a five power. It's great. Which is like, that's... With that's, overpower. With overpower. Like, that's amazing. Yeah. That's real good. I feel like this is going to be a steeple for Mechanologists. Oh, 100%. All of them. We're, we're going to see whole new builds purely around this weapon. Talishar is no... They were probably like, I'm done with seeing Talishar. You can have this. Right, exactly. <laughs> 100%. Uh, but with that, we also got a Mechanologist card that is a Majestic called Powder Keg. We saw the art for the fireworks, which I was really excited about. Uh, but whenever a mechanologist gun you control hits, you may destroy power keg and a defending equipment and so a this, defending equipment. So that means it's kind of, in my opinion, as dash, you get to start with an item, which is cool, which is cool. You could put that out there. But what this does is it actually forces your opponent to not block with their equipment 
when it comes to overpower or risk losing it or risk losing it. So it's like another mind game, which I really, really appreciate. So this does change the build quite a bit. Like if you started with the oh dash God, with this and out there with, with the gun, you're going to be like, Hey, and we still have no idea what Royal mechanologist cards are going to get. So Royal right. dash could be terrifying. Could be absolutely insane. Like it already seems like dash is, is going to be kind of nuts after this. Cause yeah. like seriously starting with the powder keg out. Cause it looks like it's a zero cost. The, the only picture I've seen of it, it was pretty low quality, so I couldn't quite tell what the yeah. actual cost of it was. But it looked like zero. It is. Okay, cool beans. So it's a zero cost. So Dash 100% can pull it out at the beginning of yep. the game or during the game if they want to go with like Hyperdriver or something more traditional like that. Um, but it almost like it, it stops Guardians from blocking with shields. Yep. Um, it stops all of the all of the like the the high block stuff with battle worn that some classes run just for the block. Yeah, um, like, like it, as a it, warrior, I couldn't block that for sure. Right, with my exactly. Courage blade hold. Yeah, him. like it 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 slows them down, which is beautiful because like Dash is mechanologist, but Dash Dash's whole thing is just you know go fast. Yep, got to go fast. Yeah, so it's perfect. It's the, what it's if thematically good. Sonic the Hedgehog. No, I'm just kidding. What is Sonic the Hedgehog? <laughs> Coming soon to a YouTube channel near you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's it's huge. So Mechanologist, man, huge boost, exciting. Uh, makes me want to pick up Dash, really, and, and maybe try that out in CC when that comes out. Me too, man, that, and which, which is phenomenal. I, I love Mechanologist. It's really it's so cool. cool. It's really cool. Um, so to pivot from, from some really good ones to some that are a little uh, less good, I guess... Um, let's take a look at the Guardian ones that came out. We had a couple of Guardian cards drop, and I don't know if I'm going in precisely like it, spoiler order. This is just the order that I wrote things down and that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we we got two Guardian cards, um, a brand new shield and a brand new uh, just standard action. The Season Savior. It's a three block Guardian offhand, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, with Battle Worn, which you know sucks a little bit, but it's cool. But when it when you start the game or, or when it's equipped, which I don't know if we're getting like an equip like as a keyword thing or if that's just like at startup game, it has two minus one counters on it just kind of by default, um, which I mean, that seems silly to me. I get it. Yeah. But it's 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 still frustrating. Um, but clearly they intend you to play the other Guardian card that they uh, revealed along with that, Reinforced Steel, which is a red two-cost uh, Guardian action, which allows you to remove a minus one block counter from a Guardian offhand you control with three or less base block, which is cool, which is super good. Um, clearly you can use it with Season Savior, but that's kind of how they anticipated it going. But you can also use it with like Stalagmite or something. And yeah. Take the counter off of it and continue that two block with the with the Frostbite generation. Um, but honestly, I'm not I'm not super thrilled. No. It's kind of weird that it starts with minus two. It should start with three, and this is like the partner with it. So. Exactly. And then the, yeah. the fact that this is a red, which you don't really want to run a lot of in a Guardian deck because yeah. everything is so heavy anyway. It is a two cost, but it also doesn't have go again. And it doesn't have go again. Yeah. So you can burn your entire turn basically to take a single counter off of your shield why why bother what what makes then this more effective than just running rampart no idea i don't know i'm sure somebody will come up with a good build for it and it'll be really interesting and probably you know phenomenal once people figure out how to actually use it once we see the rest of the cards and everything but i i feel like this kind of rewards in my opinion this almost rewards 
the way it could have been a reaction to how people play Oldham. It totally could. Because right now we see aggro Oldham, which is great, which I really like that hybrid build of Oldham. I like it more. I do too. It's really fun. Um, but originally Oldham, like for some tank. people, it was just like, I'm tank, just going to do tank, defense, tank, defense, tank. defense reactions exactly. everywhere. Just, just deck out your opponent, swing the hammer right. occasionally, and just block, 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 block. This just helps with that. Like, oh, on my turn, I'm just going to do this so I can continue decking you out. Exactly. And, and, and the synergy with stalagmite is really good there you go and so like i think it's mate for that but also having three block offhand and be like cool now i'm gonna have an aggro turn because i can just block you out this entire shield is huge it's it's almost an answer to like phi starting with with whatever yeah like, exactly it's interesting so it's, interesting is definitely the way to good but definitely more of a mixed bag there for the guardian reveal so far than something like uh the mechanologist or the ranger stuff. Let's Before, you want to hit the ranger? Okay. I was going to say there was another bummer one, but we can do that one after. The rune blade one was bummer. But it was a little bummer. It was a bummer. It was a little bummer. Uh, but let's talk about ranger because this is made for Azalea. This, oh, yeah. this is the Azalea reveal. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have sand scour, or yeah, sand, sand scour great bow. bow. Once per turn action, pay one. Look at the top card of your deck. You may put an arrow from your hand. Or the top of your deck face up and your arsenal go again. Whenever an arrow is put face up in your arsenal from your deck, put an aim counter on it. What is an aim counter? I don't know, but I don't like it. I, You know what? I have no opinion on it yet. I can go either way depending on what it actually signifies. Right. Well, yeah, right. I love, I love being able to put an aim counter on it. I think that's cool. Hopefully an aim counter is just an additional damage or like precision. Like, oh, you hit this and you do damage to armor. Or something like that. Yeah. Right. Or you hit their off, you hit their weapon out of their hand, like something cheesy like yeah. that. Yeah, I'd yeah, be stoked yeah. on because you're, you're doing damage. That's a hundred percent ranger stuff. Yeah. Aim. Cool. I like that. So we'll find out what the aim counter is. This is made for Azalea. hundred percent. And very Azalea and weapon. If you pull a card, let's say you look at the top card of your deck and it's the like headshot. You mm-hmm. have a decision to make of, I do. I either play this in there now and have an aim counter on it, which whatever that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Or leave that on top of my deck and load up from my hand. Up, face up and then i just do the whoosh, dominate and whatever it, it almost eliminates having read the guy glide path which is cute like great kind of yeah i, so I, I can, can definitely see the argument for that you could have more cards be able to do that and get that dominate and all that type of stuff which is huge uh and also like if you do use like oracle or whatever you can kind of prep the next few turns ahead of like knowing what's going to happen exactly do your opt and structure your deck um it really seems like it's intending you to pull from the top of the deck yeah and that it has the hand thing as kind of a backup so you don't waste the pitch right. um so I mean that that builds in a really interesting sort of tweak to the general rhythm of the ranger, yeah. Um, which again, like you were talking about, Oracle of the uh, Oracle of Whispers or or whatever it's called, and yeah. All those like fate for scenes, like all those like heavy opt things, you're going to have to start building around that because you really have to structure what's coming up in your deck so you get the arrows that you need. Yeah, I think it's huge. It's a great card for Azalea in that sense, but it, it all goes down to what that aim counter is because if it yes. is additional damage, that means Azalea is going to be running nine Bolton shots. Oh, absolutely. And is going to be making sure they pull the Bolton shot from the top of the deck, giving that aim counter, being able to reload from hand and go ham, which is huge. Yes. Right? So you're going to do a lot of that. Azalea lot of suddenly becomes like the most aggro hero in the entire format. Yeah. Well, it kind of competes with being Alexi. Yeah. At that point, which is scary. It's terrifying. Which is great. So I love this card. This is what we we're excited about. I'm excited. Hopefully we can get Kyle's take on it uh, when we when we see him again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's go to a bummer card. 
uh, uh, Rune Blade. I think it's a bummer. The Amethyst Tiara. I, I'm i sort of of mixed minds about that. Matt, I, I see you have the card pulled up there on your phone. Do you want to read oh, us okay, off cool. its effect? Uh, yeah, so the Amethyst Tiara. Uh, instant, destroy Amethyst Tiara. Rune Chance you control have Spell Void 1 this turn. Blade Break 1. So no matter what you're destroy- getting, it's getting destroyed, yep. right? Uh, and like, look, all right. So you could block a lot of arcane damage. This is great to go against wizard, all that type of stuff. It like this card is purely a counter to Icelander and Kano. It has no other purpose. It, it has no other function. Right. It's a great sideboard card for for that, I guess. But it's not. It's it's, it's dependent on rune chance. It is, and so, so that means Viserai is going to be the main proponent of using this. Viserai is going to be able to take easy use of this because the entire thing with that is the rune chance. You can still do a rune chant based build with the other rune blades. It's just yeah. less common because they have other things available to them. And you know, Viserai really his with his hero ability and everything, very geared towards rune chant generation. But you can use it with other rune blades. It's just not that. The, the utility is very low. Yeah. It's a very niche sort of card. It has a very specific effect for a very specific sort of matchup. Like you can make the argument that you could use it against like a rune blade or something as well. If you're doing like a, like a, like a briar mirror match right. or, or briar vis- vis- or, yeah, yeah, right for sure. Um, but honestly, it, it, is that really what you want to run when you're playing another rune blade? I don't think so. No, it's interesting. Cause like, we don't have the one turn KO Viscera anymore, so that means you don't have like twenty five rune chance out there. Like Thank God, chilling, which would have been awesome though for like wizards popping off, right? Oh, absolutely! Like, yeah. cool. I have this. Like, then it makes like makes sense. Like, cool. You're gonna go pop off. Well, you well, have to it, also. It, it, it makes a little more sense, but it's but damage. it's still super niche. Super um, niche. Super niche. The only like really. Frankly, the only time that I can see it really mattering is when you have some, you know, off the wall crazy Kano build where they're, you know, pulling a bunch of stuff from the deck where they've got like, um, like stir the aether or what was that other one that was, that was spoiled sap sap. Yes. Yes. Or something to counter sap with. That could Um, be why they made it like that. The the only thing that kind of gives hope is like maybe wizards are getting crazy amount more stuff. Like maybe wizards are are going off in this. Because we already have the other card too, that we're getting for the armories. Yeah. The, uh, the, the something, something aether. Yes. Yeah. It's the aura, the aether. We don't have it in front of us because we're just hyped about the spoilers. Okay. Yeah. We totally are. Please please forgive us. The sap sap is this wizard card that deals three arcane damage target here. Hero, and then there's surge if this deals more than three damage to a hero you may remove an extra energy counter from a permanent they control surge brand new keyword there as well and then sap comes in in rainbow right there's a red a yellow yep. and a blue variant but energy counter energy counter guys it's a tunic counter it counters a tunic scary sit down Fandle. scary so good. if it deals three damage to them so if it deals three but it just says if it deals three damage it doesn't specify that it has to be anything in particular or yeah, that you can't backs, whatever it is buff yeah. it afterwards yep. or add rune chance on top of it or you know obviously it's not you know a rune blade card sadly but it's good little tier um but yeah really really good uh utility card there but not thrilled with the uh with the rune blade headpiece not thrilled no. at all but you know what is thrilling what is thrilling, man? You know, let's go back to the basics of being being a primal brute animal and just like using rocks as weapons. Just basic stuff. Guys, the new best card in the game. Rock! Rock! <laughs> what is it? 
It's a rock. It's a literal rock. It's a big rock. It's a very interesting build rock. So uh, it's <laughs> like definitely a way to put it. Uh, once per turn action, you pay three. Activate rock only if you have no cards in your hand. Damage that would be dealt by rock cannot be, be prevented. prevented. Seven power. It has it says prevented though. You can block, but but it's seven power, which is huge. The only downfall is you can't you can't, you can't pitch have for it. You can't pitch for it. Yeah, you have to have overpitched by three in a brute deck, which is almost impossible. Which I, I certainly can't think of any way to do it. Brute players out there, because I I saw on Twitter somebody has already drawn like a like a proxy one. They're testing it out with Reinar. Uh, I don't have any idea how you would do that. I have no idea how that it, works. It would involve tunic, right? It, so would, it would you have to. Or, so it'd or, have to be your third turn. Yeah, you pretty much were able to block. You pitch for a brute boost. By the way, so yep. I do like I pitch a blue three pitch a, pitch for pitch a three for awakening a one. bellow yep. or whatever, and then I make them intimidate or have to discard a card mm-hmm. or whatever, and then I use tunic, and then, and then there's your three resources, yeah. nothing left in hand. Yeah. smash with rock, smash with rock, and so then it's doing like ten damage or like twelve damage based off what that is, which right? is nuts. Yeah. but like that's a very specific sort of setup. Yeah. And that's really tricky to get to pop consistently in a brute deck. However, what I will say is brutes. Uh, what is this? It's just a brute weapon. It yeah. Says, it, just, it literally says rock. Brute, brute weapon <laughs> rock. Okay. But um, I, I loved that. That uh, was yeah, yeah. so good. So the thing is, is like brutes don't use their club often unless they're prepping for like a pummel. Exactly. Right. And so they're, that's being costly uh, or uh, so other things like that. I have seen them use mandible claws. But this could be really interesting, like for Leviathan or Reiner or any of them like that. Like Levina could banish cards and do all that type of stuff to be able to get there. Uh, maybe there'll be a resource for Leviathan. See, like Shadow. with 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 Levia, with such a banish Levia, happy banish and discard happy, you know, sort of deck build already. Yeah, I can kind of see this working, kind of. Yeah, but even then, it's just it it seems so difficult to me to have that amount of overpitch with nothing in your hand. Right. It just seems really difficult to line up. Right. And so, I don't know. I'm really curious about what that's going to be. And, uh, yeah, Rock Rock is just a fun one. I rock, really like how just, fun it is. It's That's just good. I want that Marvel just because of the memes, you know? God, right. So good. Then we got our first ninja equipment reveal. And, and I think this is actually our last thing. I, I think that this brings us up to... Is it? Up to recent. Uh, no, there is... That is our most recent. So, yeah, yeah. this is the most recent one. Uh, we have ninja armor called Blazin Yoro Yoroi. Yeah. Yoroi. Uh, while Blazin Yoroi is defending on chain link four or higher, has a plus four defense, uh, blade break, uh, and with only starts with one defense ninja equipment. This is huge. This is great this for is your Fi Katsu mirror match, or Fi against Katsu, or uh, Katsu against Katsu, or Fi versus Fi. Like it's or big. Fi versus Dash, or yeah, anything really. Yeah, yeah. It's really huge for those big combat chains, but like. Like, obviously, Phi comes to mind because of Rupture, right? Yeah, 100%. You're able to full block a breaking point. Protect that arsenal if you use an arsenal. But who knows? But uh, it does do that five damage or that lava burst, right? Yeah. Like it, it, it's able to block that for you, which continues to make you be very more aggressive. Exactly. And it's really just, it's interesting to see something heavy like this come out for a ninja, which is a very lightweight, very move fast, very aggro deck, not yeah. really concerned about preventing damage so much as just dealing out more damage faster than the other person. Right. Really interesting to see him pr- 
purposefully like seem to support this kind of not turtle style necessarily but a little bit more methodical a little bit slower a little bit tankier ninja like i'm definitely going to pick this up for fi right and but like that's what i was using um flame scale furnace for was just to have a fridge right the two yeah. was literally all i was using it for yeah. i wasn't using it for, i was barely using its ability if i did that was cool yeah but but mostly it was there to absorb a couple of damage that yep. you wouldn't have otherwise. Right. So I think it's huge for that. I think it's going to be really cool and it can change some builds too. It's going to slot really, really nicely into a lot of different decks. So really, really good piece of equipment and nice to see it. Nice to see something big blocky come out for a ninja. So cool. I'm excited. This so is the cool. new carrion husk. <laughs> <laughs> so like overall, I feel like this, like the stuff that they're coming out with so far has been really overall super solid. Super solid. Like there's been, there's a couple in there that are a little more, eh, but for the most part, like especially like the bow, the mechanologist stuff, uh, the ninja equipment, like all of that is just like it's it's not it's it's not just fun like rock rock is entertaining rock is really but fun. there's there's actually some good stuff in there. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited, and I feel like we haven't seen everything yet like we of course we haven't seen everything yet we're missing a few classes if i'm if i'm correct we we are missing a couple of classes yeah yeah uh i'm trying to think of which ones we're missing illusionist we are missing merchant uh yeah shapeshifter yeah shapeshifter and maybe the new class will be revealed with the weapon too yeah potentially so like we don't have illusionist which could be interesting because they're almost built yeah, will we get a generic illusionist weapon? That would be fascinating. That would be really interesting. Because right now right? we only have light and we have draconic. Yeah. We don't have a... Here's just illusionist. Yeah, any any illusionist can use this. And oh, surprise, Ooh. here's a third illusionist hero, everybody. Don't talk dirty to me, Greg. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm really hoping that some of the less served classes really get some stuff in dynasty and, and it seems like they're really putting the effort forward to make sure that everybody gets something yeah um so i'm i'm really excited to see what they have for illusionist what they have you know in a uh, for wizard in addition to sap because it, wizard we, we've just seen the action card for so far we haven't seen a new weapon or anything like That's that true. We and especially not. coming off like the storm striders debacle and everything right debacle, why is that the right word why but, is that gone are we getting are they getting new shoes Right, exactly. Yeah. It, it, they certainly didn't ban it because of sap. So, I'm really curious to see what they have coming out for that. People are suspecting they banned it because of the emperor for blitz for sure. Because it was just it was just suspended. By the way, it wasn't banned. It was just suspended in blitz. Eh, I mean, that's, that's basically it will eventually the same thing. be banned. Yeah, but I mean, that's it's probably for you know setting off for that. But I'm curious on what we're gonna see. I am too. The there's there's some kind of synergy in this new set that makes Storm Striders too good. Right. So I. I'm I'm ready to find out what it is. It's I'm exciting. So excited for that. I hope it's not another weapon because I feel like Waning Moon and like I feel like we've had a lot of wizard weapons now and we're good. I yeah. just hope we get another wizard item that'd be right. Exactly. Or if 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 they had to do another weapon or something, I'd like to see a one handed weapon with an offhand. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or a book like a spell book. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's less like you know deal three arcane damage and it's more like you know search uh, a wizard non attack action from your deck and you know put it in your hand or something yeah i like that that'd be cool 
Yeah. Well, we got a lot to think about there. Spoiler season is really cool. Uh, again, uh, it just we're probably going to call this spooky spoilers. But spooky spoilers. That doesn't mean we have a spoiler card. Sorry, guys. Unfortunately, we still don't Next have one. Um, I'm, I'm really personally just hoping that ours got lost in the mail or something. Getting from <laughs> to be New honest, Zealand to over be honest, to Arizona. I kind of was just checking my mail out of randomness out of tall Timmy. I was like, oh, that's interesting. You got a random one? Uh, but that's just a pipe dream and I'm excited. But uh, with that. Next year. Next year. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. It's up to them. Uh, James White. Hit us up, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? We're going to continue doing our What If series, and maybe we get to reveal like a partnership. What if the bottom tier got a spoiler yeah. card? <laughs> but yeah, so that's really exciting and, and really, really good stuff. Uh, with that, uh, let's kind of like just kind of dig in on like, we just talked about those few cards. What would be something that you would like to see this spoiler season? Like, what do you want to see the most right now? What's exciting for you? Like, honestly, for me, the biggest thing right now is to see some support for the hero classes and talents that have gotten Living Legended. Um, there are, at this point, there are three heroes in Living Legend in Classic, and there's one in yeah. Blitz. Yeah. Which, uh, in Blitz, is not so much of a big deal because there are other rune blades still sort of in the format. Yeah. But in CC, very specific combinations have been kicked. Elemental Guardian is up there, which is less of a big deal because Oldham is still there. Yeah. Um, but Shadow and Light in Runeblade and uh, Illusionist Flavors yeah. have both been kicked out. So those cards cannot be used anymore. Right. Anything and I, with, with, you know, Shadow Runeblade or Light Illusionist. So the biggest thing for me is I'd like to see new Light Illusionist and Shadow Runeblade heroes come out so that those cards can stay in rotation and stay playable so that, you know, we don't have these stacks of things that are just useless cardboard sitting around. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I agree with you. Like, I think that'd be really cool. There, there's just a fear with that, though, too, is because it almost just duplicates the build. It'll just be a different ability on those heroes. And see, like, that that is the biggest thing, and that's sort of, like, the interesting thing about Flesh and Blood, I feel like. Because each hero's ability plays so much into how the deck ends up playing, if they come in with something that has, like, we'll take Chain, for example, because I'm a big Chain player. Yeah. Um, so Chain's ability, you create an aura lets you banish cards and it gives a thing go again on this turn which is super cool but it sort uh, but it definitely uh, encourages you to play a deck in a certain way a lot of stuff that you can banish yeah. a lot of stuff that you can play out of your banished zone and a lot of stuff that uh, doesn't have go again so it can benefit from the effect uh, of the hero um, if they did something anything else really um, that didn't revolve around adding go again or playing stuff out of a banish zone or something like that, then you would see a much, much different sort of play style. Um, but, you know, that being said, right. it is a tricky proposition because, you know, how how much further do you go? Because if the point is to keep these old cards in rotation, if you go too far away from, you know, the hero that they were sort of designed around, then they're still useless. They don't have any actual practical point. You're right. And I also just forgot, like, that's why they banned the weapon with it, too. So I was like, oh, if yeah, they did exactly. a light illusionist, we just have prism again. But we wouldn't because but we wouldn't have Lumeris. Because there's, there's no Lumeris. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we just have a lot of more Herald builds and a lot of stuff would be really cool. So what, what's your speculation? Like, they have to make it make sense canonically, too. So do you think... Viscerai gets pulled in to be a Shadow Rune Blade, and they're just waiting for Viscerai to be Living Legend. Or do you think it's going to be like something else? Like what? 
I, I'm not actually sure, to tell you the truth. Um, and I'm kind of of two minds of it. Like, on the one hand, it would be really interesting, especially from, like, a lore perspective, to see a character like uh, Viscerai or... Uh, you know, like somebody, like somebody who's like a completely different class, like Briar. There's a new Briar, everybody, and she's an illusionist this time instead of a Rune Blade, and like the lore that goes along with it, and all, like cool. like the evolving well, world. I and mean, stuff. we see we a lot of people were speculating for a while that Dory was going to end up being light. See, yeah. exactly so, something like like the the evolution of the characters we already have. Dory calling, oh, man, mixing up two whatever, like Dory calling in Harold's being an illusionist warrior that would, would be, be really cool actually no, but and then especially yeah. with the emperor coming out with with the hybrid class yeah. and everything whole new realms are opened up like what if levia just becomes a brute rune blade right you already have the shadow modifier on there her whole thing is already based around banishing stuff like as a hero ability yeah. and to prevent the the downsides from the brute cards. or it could also be uh kasai kasai or is viscerai's sister right banished and so like maybe viscerai brings her back from the dead and right like is a rune blade exactly like, which would be really cool it would be super cool um or then you know evolutions of other characters as well or stuff from sort of you know the lore surrounding like that would be super cool but then on the other hand i also i, I want to see them um, kind of actually bring in new heroes and give those new heroes the same sort of support that we've seen um with some of i guess the quote-unquote like biggest name ones um i'd like to see you know new combinations of things i'd like to see new classes new talents yeah. all that kind of stuff and i'd like to see new characters continue to be brought in um not to draw like a direct parallel between it or anything but if you take something else that's like a class-based uh sort of competitive thing like um like overwatch or yeah hearthstone or something yeah New heroes are introduced that have the same class and stuff, different abilities and everything, but they keep expanding the roster and kind of changing it up, yeah. bringing in new aspects of things. So, like, ultimately, that's kind of what I want to see, something that will help serve the people who have been here for a while and, like, have these collections, but also continue sort of the momentum we have on new heroes, new play styles, and trying to bring in as many people as possible through that. I like that. I, I, I do want to see new heroes a lot, in my opinion, and I think it'd be cool to have those replacements for Shadow and Light, but also, like, I do think that Dynasty is, like, kind of serving the Uprising story arc, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the next one slotted after that is going to be another Shadow versus Light deal where we might get those returned. Which is, which is super great. But Monarch that's a few is more probably months, right? my favorite set. Honestly. Yeah, Shadow and Light's really cool. I really like... I like shadow more unfortunately but <laughs> like because i like the art style more but uh it's it's very cool I, and i hope we get to see those soon i i do hope we get like i i, I i'm hoping we get because of the story of volcor i think we, i hope i get we get a not a starvo treatment but like a similar to treatment for kano oh 100 percent. like it'd be really cool to see that happen and maybe that's why storm treaders we, was, we need started. the draconic wizard yeah i think that'd be really cool to be able to see that right absolutely um uh, that'd be something I'd hope for. And as far as like new classes, people are banking on assassin, which makes sense because of rise from the ashes totally. has like a ninja assassin. I kind of just want a cleric. <laughs> I kind of just want a cleric. Like especially, you know, with the Yoji drop, uh, with everything looking like they're trying to support UPF and the eventual PVE thing a yeah. little bit more. I think this is the perfect time for a cleric. I want to see a cleric, but also I want to see a cleric be able to be, I like UPF. I think it's a very fun idea. UPF is fun. I also want it to be playable in the other formats. 
Unlike right. Yoji. Yeah. I mean, you can play the merchants and all that stuff. Yoji feels like I can't really utilize its ability to exist unless I do UPF. I would like to see the cleric be like, yes, I'm also still usable here. Right. And so exactly. Well, f- yeah, L- less of a gimmick and more of an actual like, like class. Exactly. And this is what I can do. And I'm a battle cleric. And this is what I like. Exactly. Something that's not Yorick. Right. That's like just there for the memes to have to like, yeah. we're having fun. Right. Um, like, yes, we are absolutely having fun, but also I'd like to play flesh and blood now, please. Right. It, absolutely. Exactly. So, that's cool. I'm excited for this new set to see what else comes out here. The cards already look amazing, and I'm God, really excited. The art is just like next tier on these. And we, we talked about this already, but we have to talk about it again. The marvels on these relics of war. It's so nice. Oh, my God. It's so nice. I hope they keep Marvel up for the rest of the sets. Like, I really do God, like I it. Do it's too. another steeple, I would say. If, like, cold foils were a huge steeple, but now Marvels are just the cold foil. Cold foil Marvel. Let's it's, go. It's nice. And that means we'll probably get the the treatment of one of the heroes to have the full art back, which is really cool. I hope so. I really hope so. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for that. It's really cool. Totally. Uh, um, But Greg, we haven't finished this podcast yet. We have one more segment. We still have to do what? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Lessons learned. Lessons learned. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a week. One week to the day. Yeah. That's true. That's a true statement. That is, in fact, a true statement. That's seven whole days, man. Seven whole days since you heard our voluptuous lips in your mouth. I don't know. In your ears. Describe our mouths as voluptuous or that, or I would imply shoving it in people's Uh, mouths. Well, anyways, I don't know what ears and mouths are, but what is (laughs) your lesson there? Well, my lesson is what an ear and a mouth is today, Matt. Uh, Hey, you know, we had to start it off weird. We had to make it weird at the end. You know, ears are the heary hole and mouths are the talky hole. I hear with my mouth. That's really weird. Are you Okay. (laughs) Yeah, do, uh, fine. Do, do we need to call a doctor? I just woke up. Okay. All right, that's that's a valid <laughs> point. Uh, yeah. So uh, so lessons learned. Uh, here's my lesson for the week, Matt. Yeah. Don't be afraid to play online. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I've been able to go to the armories or anything uh, here recently. I run into some some you know real life stuff uh, that sort of prevented me from uh, from participating in most events. But I've managed to supplement that um, by getting some games in on Talishar by playing tabletop simulator with a couple of people. Yeah, like just still you know getting the reps in, still managing to play the game and enjoy the hobby without having to go all over the place. It's been really great to test out a few new deck ideas because like seriously, just you go on you know the db and you just take a couple things yeah. out put a couple things in just see how it works it's super easy um it's easy to get a game going people are on there all the time um and they're on there in like most formats too i i, I had some difficulty just finding some rando to play commoner with i sat there for like 45 minutes yeah but when i was doing blitz or cc like the queue time was like nothing that's awesome so, right so like play online guys don't be afraid to jump in there some people are jerks but some people are always jerks don't worry about that. Just go in and play the game. Get, get those reps in. Get that experience. Have fun. And the next time you go to a local event or uh, you're playing with a friend or something across your kitchen table, they will notice your improved ability and they will angrily throw their cards down and stalk out of the room and never speak to you again. Yeah. Do you feel like it's improved your games? A little bit. That's awesome. A little bit. That's awesome. No, I really enjoy online. There is a few things that you need. There's a few caveats. Uh, like you said, there are some people who are jerks. There is an undo button on Talishar. There is. And people will use it without clearing it with you first. Yes. So if you're playing a guy who's playing a brute and they duff a scab skin roll, be prepared for them to undo that and try again. 
Yep. So there, that's the one problem I would say uh, that I don't like online is that where it's like, dude, like I'm just going to leave this game. Like it doesn't matter to yeah, me exactly. that much. Exactly. And that, that that's poor sportsmanship. Yeah, just let, let the rules happen. It's whatever, you know, bottom tier, top tip, everybody, let the rules happen. Let the rules happen. Yeah. Play the games online. Like they're games in person. If you wouldn't do it in person, don't do it online. Yep. And that's just a, that's just a good internet tip in general. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but that, that's the one thing, uh, my lesson learned this, uh, last week is, um, I took some advice. I, I talked to a few people who play really, really well. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but, um, they play really, really well. I wanted to learn more what they had to say. And they said, Hey, to learn to counter the deck, you have to play the deck a couple times, yep. gain understanding of it, all that yep. stuff. So I picked up Viscerai. Nice. Uh, I played a couple times online on Talashar. Nice. But I actually played it live using uh, our very good friend Jamie's Viscerai deck. And man, so I played Runeblade, right? Uh, I love Runeblades. Not a fan uh, over here. That's okay. <laughs> you, you you are welcome to leave them all to me. Yeah. But like my brain, uh, it was kind of interesting because my I realized my mind thinks a different way. And like you got to, I have found where I like to dwell in as far as like yeah, my think space. Exactly. Runeblade is like a whole other animal, which I really enjoyed, but like I did a turn where it was like, all right, it's, I don't really know what I'm doing here, but I'm just going to do this, 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 this seems optimal. And then it was like, yeah, you just did 25 damage. And I was like, cool. Turn I, one. I you didn't know? really like that though. And it makes you go like, all right, cool. And then I get another one's like, uh, all right, I'm presenting a lot more damage yep. and all that stuff. And, it's a, it's a very big aggro deck and very good. Like that Viscerai deck is very good. And what I realized is that what's good about that deck is when I was drawing cards from it, it felt consistent every time. Like I felt like the RNG was uh, negated to, or uh, like gone a little bit to where it was like, cool, I have the same four cards to do that. And that's just mm-hmm. how Viscerai is built is like, I have the same four cards, rainbow and here you go. And there you go. There's nothing interesting or spicy here. That's going to like make you go like, Ooh, ah, Ooh, <laughs> uh, it's just the same thing happening all the time. And then you're eventually going to either win or, uh, like I was versing Katsu and Katsu's really hard against Viscerai, right? Yeah. Not, not a great matchup. So I lost to that one, but, I got to have an understanding of this right now. And I go like, cool, they are being consistent, consistent all the time. So how do I match or beat consistency is I have to find my consistency with my deck and then interrupt them in and the, the middle of and what interrupt them, doing. force yep. them to block and do all yep. that type of stuff. So it was really fascinating. So I feel like I learned a lot about like that hero, uh, because I just, always have a hard time against Viscerai. Viscerai is a very like interesting deck to like learn. And like, there's so much arcane damage coming towards you. And so I got to learn a lot about it and I was like, cool. Now I have an understanding of what this is. And, um, yeah, I feel like it can probably beat it next time. And, and you're better equipped for the next time you play against the Viscerai. Cause you know, okay, they're going to, they, they, they want to pull Mauve Iron Sky and they want to play that. And then yeah. they want to start generating their yep. rune chance and they want to yep. swing in with something big and pop the rune chance. And, and then I go, Oh no, rune chance. Screw my life over. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to attack your dragon with my two attack from Rosetta Thorn, but you get attacked with two arcane. Like that happens all the time too. All you're the like, time. sweet. That's awesome. Great. I like it. So like I, it, uh, had a great understanding. And what was really cool too, is I also versed a Dramai with Viscerai when I was playing and I was oh, like, nice. cool, this helps me understand like that matchup mm-hmm. on my end of what to do. And so like, it was good. So I felt like my lesson learned was like, 
go out there and play the heroes you're having a difficult time with. Like, and also, as we mentioned before, talk to the people. If you have friends at the armories as you go out there, and even if you haven't gone before and you have a deck made and you just want to try something new, be like, hey, man, I have this made deck. I'd like to swap with you and be able to, uh, for the night, so I can get an understanding of that hero. Are you cool with that? And they'll be more than happy to. What was funny is I swapped my Dramai deck for the Viserai with Jamie, and Jamie, like, won the armory, and I was like, cool. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. Jamie's a really good player. Yeah, I was like, uh, thanks a lot, man. shout out to, uh, to Jamie for just being too good at this stupid game. Um, I but like, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm 100% with you on your lesson. Like, that's a beautiful lesson yeah. for, for two reasons. You both learn the hero and the matchups a little bit better, yeah. and, uh, like you alluded to a little bit before you learn what does and doesn't work for you yeah. in your particular play style like I, like for me personally i i can play a brute i know how to do it yeah i just don't like it it just doesn't feel right it doesn't feel fun to me whereas runeblade does on the flip side of that somebody else may be like runeblade is the stupidest thing on the planet but yeah. i love smashing things with rock i get that i respect that yeah not for me Right, and it, it's a different thought process. It is. Your brain works differently, and like it, you're, you have fun doing different things. Like Reinar to me is actually like a lot of fun because you're just like, I'm getting you to be, use your cards, and like I'm smashing you, ha <laughs> ha. Like that's fun uh, for me, uh, but also like Fi is really fun because you're just like. Rapid, rapid, rapid. This is all I could do in one turn. Isn't that pretty cool? And then Jermaine's like, I summon things. And you're like, cool. Look at my dragon. That's all like really fun stuff. Runeblade's like, hey, like Viscerai, for example, is like, I'm building up this resource to do really, really big damage. Or What if I stabbed you both physically and metaphysically? <laughs> right. Uh, Chain is actually a great Runeblade because it's like, I'm going to give myself go again to be able to do these things and utilize more extra cards in my hand. Exactly. <clears throat> OP. <laughs> Just, but, There's a reason he's living legend now, my friend. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. But yeah, it's great. It, it was a lot of fun, and I, I highly recommend like like the, your tough matchups. Go play that hero so you can understand it more. It's just like uh, keep your friends closer and your enemies Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. closer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You're literally like, I got to go be my enemy for a while. Exactly. And then if, if you're doing this online, like on Talishar or easy something. Easy peasy, yeah. It's, it's super easy to build. You don't even need the actual cards. You can just put the deck together on like FabDB or something. Right. Import it, it, it in and try stuff out before you get to the point where you're like, well, I think I like this. Should I spend $600 on this deck or not? Right. I agree with that. And I also think like for me... uh even though I'm playing online and whatever, I have a better grasp when I have the cards in hand because like online makes me feel like more like, ah, like rushed a little bit. I totally get yeah. that. So like for me, like I was being in play physical was great. So however you're able to learn the best, go do that thing. Exactly. The beauty of doing something like this is that there's so many different ways to do it. Yeah. So that whatever works for you, you have that accessibility. You have that into the game and to the game right. at whatever level you want to be at. If you want to show up the one thing a week and just kind of dick around, rock and roll, man. If you want to do this for 10 hours a day and become the best on the planet, rock and roll. Make it happen. Rock and roll. Yeah. 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 We're, we're going to meme that eventually. <laughs> it's got to be a thing. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, go out there, have fun. 
pick up those decks and heroes you want to learn. Uh, I hope you guys are so stoked for spooky spoiler season as much as we are, because Dynasty is going to be a blast. Oh, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be wonderful. You know what I'm looking forward to, Greg? What are you looking forward to, Matt? I'm looking forward to next week where we could sit down and do another episode. Man, I am too, buddy. Ah, well, you've been listening to The Bottom Tier. I'm Matt. And I'm Greg. And friends, thank you again so much for being here. We love you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.